I feel like we've done this before. I feel like I feel we've like done, we've done, this, done before. this before. Reboot from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Corporal Josh Schaefer. <laughs> and... Captain Queen B. Oh, she decided to outrank you. <laughs> Fine, I'm gonna be headhunter Josh Schaefer. Nope, too late okay. now. Oh, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I suppose that means I work for the Ye- uh, Wayland Utani Corporation. Mm. Oh. oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are ta- going to be revisiting Aliens, which we actually did in a podcast of AVP a while ago. But we're coming back to it now because we're going to be doing a reboot session for it. If you've watched any of the recent Aliens, and I by that I mean pretty much anything after Aliens, the series is in dire straits. Alien 3 sucked. Alien Resurrection was half of a good movie. And then the things that Ridley Scott has done with the prequels are atrocious. And that doesn't even get into the Alien vs. Predator movies, which are, at the at best, craptastic and at worst, hot garbage. So... Mm-hmm. As we did with Terminator, this feels like a prime time to reboot the series. It's like perfect opportunity here. So I want us to go through and try and figure out good pitches for an Alien slash Aliens series reboot. Uh, and we're going to stick to, for the rules of this, we are going to stick to just the Alien movies. So the Xenomorphs. Nothing to do with mm-hmm. Predators. No bringing in Ash from Evil Dead or whatever else you might think of doing. DC superheroes don't get to fight them. We're going to be sticking just to the Xenomorphs and the people that have to deal with Xenomorphs in their universe. So, either of you guys have any ideas for an Aliens reboot? For a Hollywood-style reboot? So are you just talking about Alien or Aliens? Whatever. I mean, they're both part of the same universe. We're obviously doing a wipe out and start from scratch style reboot unless you have a really good idea for a, a prequel or a sequel to prequel that recontextualizes the whole thing but no predators no mm-hmm. other characters xenomorphs just xenomorphs xenomorphs all right what about oh josh apparently wants to go first uh, you, no. okay you, you know i don't care i don't care someone nope. pick a go no, no, no. Nope. all right so nope. what a- nope. right, i'll go i'll go okay. what about uh an alien an alien or xenomorph, whichever, lands on Earth. Um, like, uh, like the egg, or it, it, yeah, like the no. Let's let's make it like a, the chest burster. Okay, a younger one lands on Earth, and uh, some kid finds them eating garbage in his backyard, and uh, they stay or they kind of adopt it as a family pet, and as it grows sentience, it you know it uh has some comical misadventures with with the earth family what is this mac and me (laughs) it's elf (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, no no josh bad bad (laughs) he just wanted to get elf in there he really just wanted to do elf that's all it was (laughs) (laughs) okay but he's an alien life form too no 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 shame on you he's a sad puppet and that's all that it is (laughs) okay so I, I have two takes on this. Okay. First take is because now um, it isn't uh, since since Fox was purchased, so we could do a musical version 
of aliens. Oh, that would be awesome. I think <laughs> I think that would be really good. Um, and you know, the xenomorph singing a song about being a would be awesome. Yeah. Um, or a queen because she is a queen. So yeah. we'll just go there. She's a queen. But aside from that, uh, Disney. All, all my eggs are coming up roses. Exactly. <laughs> um, aside from that, I think actually, if you're going to reboot Alien, it needs to be less um, white. It needs to have more characters of color. So. Oh, oh, um, oh I thought you were just talking about that awful Alien from Alien Resurrection. I was pale. Was was like, was, yeah. I agree. No. <laughs> I'm okay with Joss Whedon never doing an alien movie again. I know, again. right? <laughs> um, I think it should definitely be, like, I like Ripley. Um, actually, believe uh, yeah, believe it or not, I like Ripley. And I liked, like, I really like the first two movies. Yes. Everything else after that is crap, but yes. I really like the first two movies. And I'm really a fan of Sigourney Weaver, so mm-hmm. um, she would have to be in it at some point. Maybe she is now the face of uh, the corporation. I don't know. Maybe she gets to play the bad guy on that side. Um, kind of but... like she did in Cabin in the Woods? Yes. Hmm. yes. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Exactly. Um, but, you know, make the characters a little bit, give it a little bit more color. Um, you, of course, you can have a few white people in there, but, you know, have the other races represented fairly throughout. Like, make it a full mixed cast, because I think that would be amazing. So are you just, like, basically so... doing a remake just with, like, a all-female cast with a diverse racial background, then? there should be more women than it was heavily man mansplained all over that um i think the second um, they made ripley into a female character they managed to uh, add that in as kind of like a subversive dig against all the male characters mm-hmm. right right but can we be in agreement that regina king should play ripley if it's a remake absolutely yeah she's i amazing. want her to be in everything yeah <laughs> Her or uh, Taji Henderson? Oh Tar- yeah, that'd be a good. Yeah, too. Taraji P. Yeah, she would. Yeah, Taraji mm-hmm. P. She would be great too. Heck, she, they could both be in there. She's just your call for every time you cast a black actress in something. Right. I mean, she's gorgeous, so it's <laughs> okay with me. Um. So either one of them would be good in that role, and then you can bring in. Um. It. it I don't really care about anybody else. Just that role. Um, but then there was also, wait, I have one more take on this. Um, Mike and I were talking about this and talking about redoing the entire movie with cats. Ugh. With, with cats? cats? Yes, with cats. As in, as nope. in the, the musical cats. Yeah. No, I know. Like, <laughs> would you who were in cats. I mean, cats. Idris Elba would be in it. So that's a recipe for success when right there. He was already in an Aliens movie and it was awful. We don't remember that one. Prometheus? Oh, I remember it clearly. It's been burned into my brain. No one else does. <laughs> I, actually, I, I honestly forgot that he was in that. <laughs> okay, uh, Mike, so your take on reboot. Well, so I like the idea of wiping things away. I think the you, got, you have to wipe a lot of the movies away right now if you're going to find any suspense to it at this point. And that's one of the things that the later movies was missing. Aliens, the sequel was good because it didn't try and play suspenseful in that way. It added in much more action. It was much more of a military action movie with a bit of horror blended in than another attempt at the thriller aspects of Alien. Part of the reason why Alien 3, or Alien Cubed, if you want to be pedantic, or um, 
Alien Resurrection or any of those fail is because they try and play it like the characters are just learning about the alien and are, like, suddenly finding this thing and they, you know, it's getting picked off one by one. That doesn't really work once you're past the first movie because it only really works in the first movie. The The suspense is gone. So you got to wipe everything away and you got to start from scratch. And I think I like the idea of, like, doing, doing a ship that's, you know... Uh, whether it's predominantly female cast or not, but not having a Ripley on the crew at all. They are drifting through space. They get, like, this news bulletin that's a few weeks old about something or other, realize they've drifted off course, um, and they end up having to resupply at this abandoned station or whatever. Uh, and when they're there, like, the parasite just gets on the ship. There's no, like, worrying about, oh, this guy got a face hugger on him or blah, blah, blah. Just, like, have it be this subtle thing, like this skittering noise in an air duct or something, and they don't realize what's going on, and then they de-dock from this abandoned station that they had to use as a fill-up, and when they're off in there, then suddenly, like, one of them gets infected by it, the alien, and maybe may even make the alien just, like, different, not using the same H.R. Geiger kind of thing, but, like... Somehow or another, like, it's a blood, something gets in their blood, and it slowly takes them over that way, and then, like, they almost, like, at a certain point, they just kind of fall over in their bed, and then, like, liquefy, and the alien rises out of that mess. That'd be gross. Um, Don't you just, I think you're just recreating the thing. No, not the thing. Because it's not, it's not becoming them. It's just, like, their body just, like, almost like Ebola liquefies, and then the alien emerges from that, like, weird, gross, body-fluid cocoon. Um, oh, kind of like uh, District 9? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or District 8, or whatever movie it was called. I don't know. Anyway, so, and District then the no, alien from there no, can mature and grow and expand and try and take over the ship. But I think you also have to do the thing of, like... Whether whoever defeats it, whoever gets to be the Ripley, whether or not the cat survives or anything like that, um, like the end, the ta t like the, it's a self-contained movie. But then the tag ending at the end of it is like the military people discussing yet another incident that's come over the broad wave that was broadcast from this ship that's now floating out there in space. And they're they're like, oh, we got another one. And they pull out, and you realize that there's like a picture, like a map of like the solar system or the galaxy or whatever. And there's like red dots all over the place because the aliens are spreading. And so you can lead into another movie head, headed by like Corporal uh, or Commander Ripley or whatever, and like uh, Sergeant Hicks who's helping her. And the two of them are like trying to figure out how to best contain the alien spread and go from there. Actually, really good. Thank you. Probably. It's a good thing that Hollywood is uh, failing so that you can create your own indie film. I know. At some point, that just needs to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in it for you. I have no problem acting. I just have to say, Josh, I am honestly surprised that you didn't say when you were talking about your pitch that the alien crash lands on the planet and is played by Peter Dinklage. I, I was actually thinking about <laughs> well, whether or not it would be insensitive to say he, he could be an alien. And, and he then, could be Hicks. He could be Sergeant Hicks. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hicks. Thank you. And Tom Tom Cruise could be Bishop. <laughs> Except for the or fact Ash. that... Well, but Tom Cruise is never allowed to die or play a bad guy. So that's a problem. Like, the one time he did it was oh, Collateral, yeah. and I don't think he's ever allowed himself to be playing, playing a bad guy again. Oh, he was such a good bad guy in Collateral, He was phenomenal though. in it, but... <laughs> yeah. 
he's one of those guys that oh, definitely has a no death on on uh, no death on camera clause and no losing a fight clause and that kind of shit, you know. Unless he kills himself by going into space, so that no one can hear him scream. Yes, Tom Cruise. You got it. Tom Cruise as Jonesy the cat. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I mean. What was, what was the thing great. you you dreamt up, uh, B, where the cats like create their own colony or something on the ship after a few years? Yeah, after everybody dies, the cats create their own colony on the ship, and then they yeah. start becoming sentient and speaking English. And uh, yeah, you said that, uh, and, kind of... and the thought I had when we were talking about this off camera, off microphone, was that uh, Ripley is stuck in the tube for like fifty <laughs> centuries or something, and she comes out when the ship finally stops malfunctioning and finds an entire colony of sentient cats, and you realize we rebooted not only aliens but also Red Dwarf. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was I actually gotta, thinking, I was like, this is Red Dwarf, right? Yeah, I, I was like, I would watch it. I gotta say, I would watch it. Especially if you can get Sigourney I mean, Weaver back. Yeah. Have her play the, the cat chieftain. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already had Avatar. <laughs> oh, sick burn. So other than your your uh, Mac and Me reboot, <laughs> serious... Uh, Reboot? Yeah, do you have a serious take on this material? I mean, honestly, I can't imagine a better movie than the original Alien or Aliens, because okay. I love both of them. Okay. And I've been trying to figure out a serious pitch where I think it can make the movie better. Um, because like, there's a lot of juicy stuff that I love. Like, you know, Alien is very much so feminist. Yeah. And also anti-corporation. And like in today, and I'm trying to think of how to put today's spin on it, but we're still pretty much struggling against the same issues. So <laughs> true. So I mean, we can, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of depressing. So let's let's, like if, let's put it for you then. If you're not going to get rid of the original movies, what would you do for a sequel? A sequel? Yes. Um. Well, Alien Three would never have existed, and okay. same with Alien Resurrection. So, what would you have done, like the like a, the, and, what the comics did, where it was Hicks and Newt exploring the galaxy? Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I loved Hicks was one of my favorite characters. In, Michael Bean. <laughs> I love him, <laughs> but I, I love him. <laughs> but I would be cool with watching just like because uh, I kind of like where. Alien Resurrection started. Yeah, just like the whole. I, I, yeah, like I hate. I don't like the clone stuff too much. Like I don't like as as pivotal as Ripley is to the story. I would like to see her not have too much involvement. Like the the same story, but mm-hmm. told through the set of someone else's eyes. So like, uh, could be like mercenary type people, space pirates, or whatever they were in Resurrection, or even another survey ship that gets attacked um mm-hmm. but but i would really have loved to see what happened between alien and aliens um that because, or whatever yeah like i would like to see how the how the aliens could or the xenomorphs i guess could go across and destroy an entire colony well, that way because because the colony was on the same planet as the original space jockey ship yeah okay you just want to know how they made it across and managed to take over a colony? Yeah, just with uh, uh, because I mean, obviously, you know, it's they're more powerful or whatever. But I think in Aliens, 
No, because an alien, you only see the one alien, obviously, but mm-hmm. aliens, you kind of see that they're more sentient and... Organized. Um, I think it's because of the queen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you just kind of see some some uh, sentience, and uh, I would kind of like to see an aliens movie, but through the perspective of the aliens. Ooh. Um, I like that idea. Alien that VR. Good. Yeah. Like, where... Where it's like the the humans are the bad guys and or something, you know, like maybe, and you real- maybe not humanize the xenomorphs, but and and you realize that the aliens were just trying to set up a crochet club the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> they really just those humans just really interrupted their dinner. That's I know, really right? Book so club completely ruined. You kind of let me down here, Josh. You didn't have as much as I was hoping for. Well, I mean, obviously Peter Dinklage and Tom Cruise would be buddy cops in some form or fashion. <laughs> but You always de- de- devolve to that. That's fantastic. I want them in a movie together. Can you imagine Playing buddy just cops. the goose pimples you would get when <laughs> they look at each other with their steely gazes? <laughs> and even better if... Tom Cruise is running down the, an empty street, which he is prone to do. And then Peter Dinklage is behind him and he just stops like breathing heavily with his hands on his knees, just looking up like Jesus fuck. Like See, you, you said, you said Tom Cruise is running down the street and all I saw in my head was then Peter Dinklage catches up on a Segway. Yeah. That would even <laughs> be better. Like, <laughs> has nothing to do with aliens at this point, unless they're like on a star base and they're the cops and then an alien lands and they have to like investigate a series of grisly murders and they only just figure out halfway in that's, oh my God, I just wrote another movie. I'm, I'm 100% well, okay with the 21 Jump Street in the alien universe <laughs> type situation. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> 21 Jump Street in space. Yeah, or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, even like. Uh, but with xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. Xenomorphs Xenom- must be in everything. Yes. Well, I mean, we're talking an alien reboot, so it's Attack of the Killer Xenomorphs. That's true. <laughs> All right, I think we're. I think we've talked this one out well enough. <laughs> as yes. silly as it was. So, uh, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G, a reboot special. I am Mike Finkelstein. I am Josh Schaefer. And I am Commander Queen Bee. Oh, Josh got demoted. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, we I'm now Segway Cop. I got promoted, <laughs> so it's fine. You got promoted and Josh is demoted to a Segway Cop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Josh Schaefer, Mall Cop. Mm. <laughs> and we will see you next time.